Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone! Before we get started, I just want to let you know that your input can directly make our shows better. One of the biggest ways to support your favorite shows here is by rating and commenting on iTunes. All of our shows are available in Apple Podcast form on iTunes, and all you have to do is search for AfterBuzz and your favorite show title. Once you're there, leave the show a rating and a comment on why you like the show or any comments you have for the hosts. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to continue to bring you the best shows we possibly can. Hey, what's up, AfterBuzzers? You are tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV After Show for The Voice. Tonight, we are going to be chatting about the top ten and two big eliminations. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Welcome to the AfterBuzz TV After Show for The Voice, Season 13. We are here to chat about your top 10 this evening, and now our top 8, because we had a couple eliminations. As you can see, um, two of our friends are not here tonight, but we are here to deliver the news Hard as always. Yep. I am your host, Danny Golub. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Danny Golub, co-host. I'm, I'm your boy, Russell Ray. You can find me across all the internet at Russell Ray Silva. All right, let's get right into it, because yes. there is a lot to talk about from tonight and last night's episodes. We had two eliminations, which were both sad, because like we say, at this point in the competition, everyone is so talented that it's a shame to see anyone go home. But one of them, we are listening to the song she sang last night, yes. is Cheyenne Jones. And it is always sad to see like a 15-year-old go home. It is. Because she is so talented, and, you know, we say this every week, but it is just not the end of her career. Like, I am so aware of that. I just don't know if this was my favorite performance of hers. I mean, I know it wasn't. That's why I don't think she's going any further, but it's a bummer, because she's great. I think what it came down to with her is that her songs all started to sound the same, with her squeaky voice and everything. There was... There was no, there was nothing differentiating one from the other. Everything pretty much sounded consistent, you know. And the only ones who can really get away with something like that is kind of Sam Smith and Ariana Grande. Besides that, everyone else has a different range and they try different styles and things. Especially on a show like this where you kind of do have to switch it up every week. I think some of our other artists kind of ran into something similar with like we're kind of getting sick of hearing the same thing. Yes. Um, I think Cheyenne is extremely talented and she has a great career ahead of her. Um, she sang At Last for her Instant Save song, which I think was a great choice. And I think she actually should have sang that last night because mm-hmm. um, I think that maybe would have served her better. But unfortunately, she's going home. But to be 15 years old and to have made it this far in the competition... like I was going to say that. Imagine I mean, if we were both hosts and, and a hosting show, and at the age of 15, we got dropped. You're already at a platform to yeah, hear now. Like, That's like 10 years difference from my age now. On the on the biggest network on television, yeah. like in front of millions and millions of eyeballs. Like I don't know what more someone her age could have wanted. She also looked absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And, and last, her hair like slick and straight like that. It was a different. It was a change-up. Yeah, it was a change-up. And, and it looks good. And she like looks so much older than 15. I have to look. like check myself and be like... 
This girl's 15 years old, but like she could be 25. Easily. With the sound of her voice and with her whole look last night. Um, but it was sad to see someone from Team Jennifer go because I think Team Jennifer has such a strong team and has this whole time. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a shame to, uh, you know, have to have another kind of bird fall off the, off the tree at this point. You know what? At this point, though, it's either, it's either step up or go home. Yeah. And if you're not doing everything in your power to make sure that you're the best of the best, this is almost like getting scouted out in college for a sport. Yeah. If you're not stepping up your game your junior and senior year, everyone can be good, but the best of the best are the ones who make it to the next level. I do feel like Cheyenne plateaued and did everything she could have done on yeah. The Voice and grew as much as she could have grown. And now hopefully she could take that and run with it and have a proper career out of it. Yeah. Because um, I think she has the ability to sell records and make an album. And I hope she you know, goes back and finishes high school and then makes a real music career for herself. I think what would do her well is almost having a, not just a vocal coach, because everyone, every uh, vocalist needs a vocal coach, but almost having someone there like a director to an actor that tells you, okay, no, you need to think this way, do this, and hit that note this way. That's what she needs. Um, I almost feel like a recording contract would do her better, because it would give her a chance to go back, as we've seen in Demi Lovato's YouTube um, series, you go back yep. and you redo it the way that it's supposed to be done, and then you mush it together, and then she can start to get an ear for those kind of things. I think that Jennifer was a great coach for her, but it wasn't enough time. I yeah. think that, like, she needs someone who's able to dedicate, like, you know, hours on end to her. And I just think she probably didn't have enough time with Jennifer because Jennifer's splitting her time between all these people, also has her own career and her own life. I think that, like, it'll serve Cheyenne well to go find a proper vocal coach, like you said, after the show. And at this point, Jennifer's going through her separation. Right, she is, which has been messy. And I'm sure that, like, maybe she isn't spending as much time as her... Some of the other coaches maybe are with their artists. I don't know. I mean, that's just speculation, but... And on top of that, now she's involved in The Voice UK. Right, I mean, she was yeah. already she already won it, and now I think she's going back. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think Jennifer is very tied up. You know, splitting herself. I mean, if anything, Chance should have been on the plane with her back to over there, and then on the way back with her when she came back. That would have been oh, 15 hours worth of coaching right there from LA to yeah. London. <laughs> um, so our other artist that is. Going home, unfortunately, is Ashland Kraft, who I love, you know that, like, as a country vocalist, I think she just really hit the nail on the head, and I hope she, you know, has some success in her field. She sang a Joan Jett song, um, I Hate Myself for Loving You, and then she sang Tonight, I forget what she sang for her, um, for her instant save, she sang, um, uh, it's coming up, um, regardless, <laughs> she had, uh, she sang Tonight I Want to Cry, which is ironic considering she got out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, no, but I like, love her whole style, I think she's so fun, I think she really is like the full country artist, loved the leather jacket this week, it was a step up from last week's like denim t- Canadian Dolly tuxedo. Dolly fringe. Yeah, like she yes. still had the fringe, but tonight was like <laughs> elevated fringe. You know what I feel, I almost feel... Well, obviously, we never know what the future holds. Right. But if Kelly Clarkson would have been in the seat this year, her vocal style is very much like Kelly's. Oh, that's She would have been point. an excellent coach for I her. I also think that, like, her and Kelly would, really would have vibed, because I feel like Ashlyn's big on, like, body positivity mm-hmm. and, like, loving yourself. And, mm-hmm. like, if I want to get up there wearing a Canadian tuxedo with fringe, I'm going to do it. And that's still yeah. Kelly's brand. I think you're right. I think it's a shame that she was on this season, not next, because I think Kelly and her would have really Would have really I, dominated. I also think Kelly would have pushed her out of her comfort zone a little bit more than Miley did with genre, which I think would have served her well. I think Kelly would have maybe forced her to sing some soul or some... (sighs) 
I feel like Kelly would have pulled out her runs because Kelly has runs. She does, and I actually Remarkable. think that you know Kelly has some country roots as well, mm-hmm. but went down a different path. And I think that if Ashlyn just like had flexed those muscles a little more, I think Miley let her stay in her lane. It would have stayed. She would have been a stronger much. artist. She would have been, but but I mean, again, she is so strong in her field, and I yeah. think really deserves to be a big name in country music. We always see someone like Ashlyn on the show. And they're always so good. So I'm. I mean, I'm just excited to see more from her. Um, she just needs a publicist. She does. I Ashlyn, you need a publicist. Find Go out and get girl. yourself a good publicist. Get on LinkedIn and find every publicist that you can find. Literally, you need someone to push that career. You are talented. Um, and then our other one that was in the instant save that did get saved is Davon Fleming, who I think was very well deserving yes, of staying. He very was, much. So. He was one of my favorites from last night and has been a favorite of mine. This whole show, but he sang Hurt last night. Yes. And this was, like, perfect. Yes. Like, I really don't think that there was anything he could have done to make this better. So, honestly, it's a shame that he was even in the bottom three at all, because I feel like these are the kind of performances I want to see from him, and I don't want him to switch it up too much next week because he was in the bottom, you know? I definitely feel it it was a step up from last week. Um, I wanted him to hit these notes like he did this week, I wanted him to hit Whitney's, Whitney Houston's notes like that last yeah, week. Yeah, you said that. I think, he came I think in very strong. I think that that's such a good point. I think that he sang this song the way he should have been doing every performance thus far. He sang this Christina Aguilera song. Yeah. But he made it Dave Vaughn's. Yes. Christina Aguilera. He didn't try to be Christina Aguilera. Yes. And I think something happened last week with Whitney where maybe he like had so much respect and love for Whitney that, like, he, I think he got a little too caught up in that. Mm-hmm. Which, weirdly enough, Christina was just criticized of doing, too, yeah. at the AMA. So maybe he's paying, like, some honor to Christina yeah. now. Um, but regardless, really liked this performance. Really thought he deserved to stay in the competition. I think he's perfect for Team Jennifer as well. Um, his instant save... Tonight he's saying Ain't No Way, uh, Aretha Franklin, mm-hmm. which I think he's just like, I think it's so cool to see a man get up there and just like cover all these really powerful women. Oh, yeah. I think it's like really important in this day and age to have that in the forefront and have him like covering these amazingly talented, respectable female artists. Because mm-hmm. oftentimes you see like men covering men and women covering women. And Jordan Smith, I think, on the show uh, a few years back, like, really broke down that wall because he had such a high falsetto that he was mm-hmm. able to, like, sing Sia and sing Adele. And, like, so I think it's Sia's cool. rough. That's, that's a She is. That was his audition, uh, yeah. Chandelier, which was one of, like, the most viewed auditions on the show. But once I saw that, I was like, Jordan's going to win. And then he won. Like, it was like, the second you see that he had that ability, I was like, okay, the show's done. over. One show's over. Done. Yeah, exactly. So I think that Dave Vaughn is flexing those muscles yeah. and has potential to go pretty far in the competition. And I'm hopeful he's around to show us what he can do because I think he was really, really good. He was good and I was so confused on why he was in the bottom three. I said, what in the Christina Aguilera is going on? You need to get out of this bottom three. But the fact that he was safe, I was really happy about that just because everything that I wanted from him and this might have been what the audience saw as well last week, he brought it this week and so he definitely earned his spot to stay in the competition for next week. Agreed. And someone we have to talk about is Team Miley's Brooke Simpson. She is the only one left on Team Miley, Mm -hmm. which is crazy because I feel like starting in the beginning of the season, Miley's team was so strong. Yeah. Like, I was like, Miley's going to win. But now I'm like, well, Brooke is amazing and could win, but, like, to have only one left in the top eight is hard. All the other coaches have at least two. So, um... Didn't Sophia say she was a front runner? She did. Sophia said it. Yeah, the second she was here, she was right. Um, 
she sang Amazing Grace last night, which was great and very timely with the holidays. I think it was a good call for album sales. Because, mm-hmm. um, like I said, those, you know, top on iTunes, rack your points up. And to sing a Christmas song the first week in December... Yeah. That song is going to be selling on iTunes right now anyway. Why not buy a Brooks version this year? You know, people probably already have the old versions. You know, I almost didn't like this performance at the beginning. Mm. It's like that song that you keep skipping on a CD because the first yeah. like couple words don't sound great to you. But then when she really got into it, I was like, okay. I like, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, she was really good. I think she's going far. Again, she is like the full package in my opinion and think that she has like a powerhouse voice and she's not someone that I think really even needs to like work that much on her voice I just want to see her keep doing songs that will surprise me songs that will push her out of her comfort zone and I think her and Miley make a great team and I hope she goes far because I don't want Miley to be out well this was this was also a really good week for her just because of the fact that last week um or this week is instrumentally lacking, which was good because it was able to showcase her voice. Because as we mentioned last week, much. her voice got lost in the music itself. Yeah, I think maybe they took note of that. You know yeah. what I mean? I think maybe they listened to our after show. They're like, We're, we hear Thank you, you Danny and Russell. <laughs> <laughs> we hear you. We're going to make those changes. So tonight we got like a proper showcase of Brooke's voice, yeah. which I think America needed to hear to remind themselves Oh, yeah, this girl can sing. Yeah, know? last week it was, it was very easy to get caught in just the beat itself. It was. Um, and next up was Addison Agin, top 10. She sang Lucky by Britney Spears, which was so cool. Her outfit, wait a minute, her uh, her outfit was when the Britney Spears was going on. She looked like a little Italian child, like, from 1956. She did. Um, <laughs> this one had, like, one of the top views on YouTube, which is crazy. Like, just in one day, it had already almost 300,000 views, which is nuts. Um... But yeah, she's Team Adam. I think she's like Team Adam's like like secret weapon. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like she keeps going by like going by week after week, like rightfully so. But I feel like she's almost like that like quiet force. You know? Like you know what? The emotion was all over her face. Her vocals were on point. The only thing I wish, which has nothing to do with the performance, was that I wish the stylist would address her in an almost. So sophisticated glamour, it was understated. Cause like it's it's almost like you want to be that like missing part. Like obviously the song is about someone right. who's missing their own soul because uh-huh. they're so caught up in the then the mayhem and the foolishness. Yeah, of, the hat didn't really work for me. Uh, I'll say that much. Um, stylist, get it together. Yeah, like I feel like she could have been in like some sort of like yeah, like old Hollywood like glamour. Yes, old Hollywood. Yes, exactly like, what totally. I was thinking. And like I want like her curls pinned. I want like Marilyn Monroe. Yes, you know I totally. This was like very understated and felt very casual for the song <laughs> choice. <laughs> it looked like the stylist said, "Oh shoot, I forgot your outfit. Hold on, I got these <laughs> pants. I got this hat. Let me bring it to you." No, it, and, and and what's funny is like. Half the the artists are like full glam. Yes, she looks like I mean she looks her age, which I do appreciate because sometimes with these young women, they dress them up and do the hair and makeup and make them look like they're thirty when they're a teenager. Yeah, so I appreciate that she doesn't hair and makeup wise look beyond her age, but I would think it would have been nice to like. I don't know, dress her up a little. Like I yes. feel like this is what they wear when they're in the rehearsals with their coaches. Especially with the, with the fog that's laying, that's the layering it looks on like the floor. It was meant for a dress. It had to be <laughs> like old Hollywood glamour. I'm telling you, the stylist forgot the outfit. Or and said, like Take there was a wardrobe malfunction last minute, and she oh, showed up, and the I dress didn't, didn't fit, and so now they're wearing a. She's like, they're like, put your rehearsal outfit on, girl, because you got to make this work. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, regardless, like, it is the voice. It's not the outfit. So, yeah. hey, her voice was here. Um, unfortunately, at this point in the show, it is about the full package, so... And she's out of control of that. Like, she is. I mean, like, yeah. this, this is, that wasn't really her fault, even if they did, uh, even if she did choose that outfit, someone should have told her no. But, I mean, as, <laughs> as, as you and I know, it does, it, everything comes down to appearance in this industry. It really it does. does. You it's, have to, you have to be visually attractive or visually winning unique yeah you know what yeah. I mean? like, it doesn't have to be a dress if a dress isn't your thing like wear a badass pantsuit or something yeah. you know what i mean like that could have worked for this too if you wanted to wear pants or even if you want to do something more casual like throw some sequins on it like i needed something i really would have liked her too in um in a full body not a not a not a j-lo cat suit like a jumpsuit but a jumpsuit yeah like if you didn't want to yeah. do a dress and you want to do like a pant situation a, a jumpsuit would have been awesome and age appropriate with as the well. understated rhinestone like a big that brooch. Looked, yeah, it would have looked. It did. <laughs> Just yeah. what I hear by the neck. Um, no, loved her. Happy she's going through. Excited to see what she'll do next week, and hopefully she'll be. You yeah, know, hopefully they're amazing. watching again, and we'll be like, oh yeah. Danny and Russell, we got her outfit figured out for next week. She's going to be full glam. Just wait for We're it. We're going to get so many tweets and thank yous. Like, thank yeah, you like, so much for keeping welcome. the stylist up today. Like, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Voice wardrobe, you're welcome. Um, Next up, we have to talk about Red Marlowe. He's saying, that's what I love about Sunday. It's a Craig Morgan song. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie, don't even know the difference between Craig Morgan and Red Marlowe. To be, they may as well be the yeah. same person. Like, Red comes out here every week and does one of these songs time and time again, and I'm getting bored. I'm falling yeah. asleep on him, and I know that's a shame because he is so talented and maybe deserves to win the show. Yeah. But I got to see something different from him. Like, He's losing me. I would like to see him do Luke Bryan. Yes, like at least country if you're going to do country. Oh my God, shake it for me. Yeah. Would love that. Yes. I like, sing that in a pageant. Fun fact. Oh my God, amazing. <laughs> I love that song. Take it for the birds, shake it for the bees. Yeah, give me yep. some of that. Red. Like, that's what I need from Red. Like, give me country, but give me like... Give me power. I haven't seen 21st the power. 21st century country. Yes. Like, I respect... All of these artists that he's And he covering. nails it every week. And he does. And, it's I, a sad part. And I respect him so much, and I respect the people that he respects mm-hmm. as well. But I think to win this show, if you're going to be someone like him, someone like Sundance Head who won, Sundance covered The Climb by Miley Cyrus. Yes. And he slayed it, and he made it country, and he made it unique. I think that Red has to step out of his comfort zone, and I think Blake's Blake's at fault here. Blake needs to push him. Blake is friends with Luke. How about he covers a Blake Shelton song yeah. for all? Like, True. Like... That's a little intimidating, though. As your coach, you got to sit there and cover their song. Sure, maybe not Blake, but like Blake is friends with Luke Bryan. Like, cover one of his songs. Like, I think he was an advisor on the show before. I don't know. I think that'd be good. I think that like, or throw me a Sam Hunt. Like, do some house. I want to hear some like, you know, some runs up and down. Get up on a hood, my daddy's tractor. Back down, you know. Yeah. If I heard that from him, I'd buy all the songs. Yeah, I would buy that because I think that. Again, I always say this, but like. Red's voice is so different from Luke Bryan's, but it would make me want to have both Luke's version and, and, his and version. Red's version on my phone. You're right, you're right. The same song, but like same, same, but different. You know, <laughs> <laughs> same, same, but different. But different. Um, no, I, I completely, one hundred percent agree with you with that. Yeah, and so I, I again think he deserves to be here by all means. Don't want to see him go home, but do need to see something different from him if he wants my vote next week because I ain't giving it away for free. Yeah, like. I totally agree. Yeah. And the point, the, the sad part is that I really do love him. He really does an amazing job and he nails each one of his songs. But I'm just, 
I want to get up and go get the the chips out my pantry and you know the Doritos yep, and the it's, Pringles it's the and everything. Someone yeah. who I think did a great job at coming out of their comfort zone this week was Keisha, our friend Keisha Renee, who yes. came here and visited us. She's been doing country this whole time, kind of staying in her box. She sang "All by Myself" by Celine Dion this week, and mm-hmm. I was here for it. I was like, this girl deserves to go through. She did exactly what she must have been watching us. Like, she did exactly <laughs> what we told her. We're, we're like, Keisha, I need to see you do a little bit of soul. Something yeah. that's gonna like marry your two like brands, essentially. And I think that this week, with accompaniment by the violins and everything, mm-hmm. was just a beautiful performance. It, she wore the gown that, that we all wanted. She, yes. <laughs> yes. The, the gown that we, Thank you, that, we, that we wanted but didn't know we needed. Yeah. Um, it's so funny to see her on this stage now because she looks like full-on pop star. When she was here, she was so casual, so Just humble. Like, in like her sweats. Like, like I'm a mom. Yeah, so yeah. chill. And like it's amazing to see her you know, come out of her show in the way that she has. And I think Blake is doing a great job with her. And I wish he would do more of what he does with her with Red. Yeah. You know? Um, I, I loved this performance, though, and I think she was very, very well-deserving to go to the top eight. My favorite part about her performance was the build-up to the finale of the yeah. of the song. She has crazy range, and I yeah, feel like we got does. to hear it last night. Well, I mean, she used to sing for Jill Scott. Jill Scott has yeah. crazy range herself. She's one of the best... R&B singers that there is in the industry and she's still performing to this day she performed for President Obama and uh, Michelle Obama at the um, White House dinner along with Ariana Grande and Usher and like all of the most major stars and that was her first gig yeah, and I mean, I think it's about time she's on the stage and is getting the recognition that she is. Yeah, so, she's literally on a platform. With like Last night, she was on literally train. on a platform. <laughs> like, literally the gown that we all needed that we didn't know we Yeah. Needed. Like, this gown gave me life. I like, mean, she could legit makeup. turn that, like, little sparkle thing into a blazer for me, and I'll wear it right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll wear the dress, if, <laughs> if I can have it. Another question for the boys' wardrobe. Right, like, what do you do with that, that wardrobe when you're done with it? Like, um, come glam us up. Like, yeah, please, we need it. Look at this. Yeah, um, like, anyway. the, like, come on! I'm putting powder on my face in the dark in my car <laughs> on the on the 134 freeway. Yeah, doing lipstick while I can't even see out of my like rearview mirror. Don't tell, <laughs> don't tell my mom that. Anyway, um, yeah, she was great. Excited to see what else she brings next week. I hope we get more of what we saw this week next week with Keisha, not yes. like what we were getting. I hope she stays in this direction. I feel um, like it was almost like a, a gray area country. Yeah, and this she, thing it was just it was very solid. There was one week where she really hit it to Soul Country, which was good. Yeah, and then we there have was like, like a couple a times where it was like, mm, "What are I, you doing?" I think she like sort of plateaued, and then now she's like back on the rise. Yes, so I'm happy for that. Um, someone else who I think is going far, uh, Noah Mack. He came out on the piano last night, saying "Ordinary World" um, by Duran Duran. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this was cool to hear this from him because he's so like young and millennial and hip. So to cover a Duran Duran song mm-hmm. is awesome, and I think that that a lot of you know the millennials that watch this show will now be exposed to that kind of music and will buy his version of the song and hopefully go listen to the original as well. Um, it wasn't my favorite performance from Noah, but I still think he's great and might win. So watching his performance last night, first thing that popped into my mind was James Brown. I mean um, James Dean. Yeah, because he literally <laughs> had on the same outfit that James Dean did when he yeah. did the the cafe diner photo shoot with the striped shirt and everything, hair, everything. So I was like, okay, James Dean, here we go. But this was actually a really good song for him because his voice is changing. They're pushing his voice to different ranges and octaves now, which is good. And I think it's almost, I think it's cool and playful that they're taking this James Dean approach with him. I don't know if the stylist is doing this on purpose or if this is just because this is what he likes and they took his 
considerations. Um, but I think this is really good because we don't have a James Dean, Frank Sinatra of this time. Right. We have a James Brown, which is Bruno Mars, you know, and then Sam Smith somewhere falls in the range of all those intelligent singers. Right. I think I think that know, Noah's Dean doing Martin-ish. a really good job branding himself. Yeah. Um, I think whoever whoever the publicist is that's working with him is is working it because I think oh, yeah. he is finding his brand and is creating a unique style and is kind of owning what he is in a cool way that I, I think will allow him to have songs either written for him very easily after the mm-hmm. show or he can write songs himself to this catering to this brand very easily yeah. after the show. Like, you know exactly what you're getting when you see Noah and that like makes him so marketable. I think um, he's probably doing the best out of anyone in the show with that right now. I definitely want to see him collaborate with James Buble. I mean, Michael Buble. Why did oh. I say James Buble? Yeah. Maybe it's because I was thinking like James Dean. But yeah. I want to see him collaborate with Michael Buble, and I think they would have an amazing song together. I feel like it's very obvious to me that Jennifer, maybe I'm just speculating, but my speculation is that Jennifer has spent the most time with him. Mm-hmm. And has like really nurtured his voice and his sound and his brand. Like whatever that Jennifer Hudson Productions <laughs> J Hud Productions is him. Like he's the epitome of that. I think that he is extremely talented and she's doing a great job helping him showcase Oh, yeah. You know? And I think that after the show, he's going to be the one that is the easiest to, like, brand, market, get a publicist for, put out on, you know, pop radio. I legit think he's just going to step all over The Voice. Like, no offense to anybody at NBC and The Voice, but I think he's just going to... He's going to say just like this, okay, well, next step, you know? This is literally, literally, like I say, a stepping stone for him because there's just so much that is going to cater to him, whether we wanted to or not, it's just going to happen. Yeah, I mean, so many of them are even doing that already, like Carly Webster got off, Mm -hmm. um, but I still follow her on social media. She sold out a show last week. Mm -hmm. She's, like, hosting for The Voice on social media. She just hit, like, 10,000 followers on her Instagram page. Like, they don't need this show after a certain point. Like, someone like Carly or Noah, like, that's coming out here that's young and with it and knows their brand, knows what they want to do. And just goes for it. They're set. They don't need this, you know? The issue is, is people miss their window. That's what right. it comes down to. When you miss your window, it's not coming back. You, like, know what I mean? they you can't turn it back the hands of time. For a certain amount of time. But you yeah. only need it for so much. You need that step. And it's 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 not a step. It's a leap. You and need, you need to leap, expand And then you need everything to use it. Like, I, I yeah. hope that Noah doesn't drop the ball, is all yeah. I can say. Because I feel like he has a gift. Not just his talent. But he has this gift that he was given of, like, you have this publicity and fame now. Mm-hmm. Don't drop the ball on it. You know, exactly. I hope that whoever's working with him helps him with that. Um... Someone else we got to talk about is Adam Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Team Adam, um, saying maybe it was Memphis, which is a Pam Tilla song. He's just, like, all right for me. I don't know. Like, I like this performance. I enjoy listening to him every week. I think ever since his, like, mess up a couple weeks ago, I just, like, haven't been the most here for him. Mm-hmm. I think he is a lot of what we see every year on The Voice. He's not the... You know what it is? He's not the most memorable for me. Yeah. I don't go home and be like, wow, I need to listen to that one again or like, that one really stuck with me. He's good. Yeah. And deserves to be here. Do I connect with him emotionally as an artist? Not really. Eh, kinda. Yeah, like, I'm not like going to bed being like, oh, I'm replaying this one in my head, you know? You know who I went? Do you know who was like? I was like, yes, I was just, mm, I was there for it. Who was Chloe? Yeah. Oh, we we must talk about Chloe. her. Chloe. I mean, every yes, week, Chloe. I, I think that she is gonna win. Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding really me? Sure. Call me anytime. Like she just blondies. She 
She was amazing. I, whoever, I didn't even think of Blondie when I heard her sing the song. Whoever is doing her fashion, like, honestly, just got it right with her. You know okay, what I mean? Okay, so this outfit, I was like, this is... I'm not going to say one of the first outfits I was living for with her, but, like, this was the one that just did it for me. I was like, you better get it in that outfit. Yeah, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I've loved her outfit every week. Yeah. And I think that they're doing such a good job, her and Blake, picking songs that are perfectly on brand for her sound. Yep. Like... This, every week, I'm like, yes, that was the right choice. And I never would have thought of that. But thank goodness she sang that. You and know? she has the biggest challenge out of all the female vocalists because she has such a deep, deep voice. Deep, raspy voice. And, but she's doing a great, she almost has like that Miley Cyrus thing. Like she's yeah. doing the right thing with it. Like I honestly feel like she'd do a great cover of Jolene. Yeah. Um, but she kills it. She does. Week after week, she's Very delivering. I also think that she doesn't sound like every other female artist in the media right now. Yep. She doesn't have those like crazy, like high falsetto runs, and like she's doing something that's different. Like, you know, she kind of reminds me of L. King, her sound. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like her look as well, a little bit with like the tattoos and like the kind of blonde hair. But no, I mean, she's awesome. I think that someone like Chloe has the potential to win, also has the potential to be at, like, music festivals everywhere next year because people will love her. Chloe's just a total badass. She really is. I love her. Like, I want to be her friend. She's just the, the girl that just is just totally different, that is just killing the game, but she's going to keep going whether she has one person following her or she has five million people following her. She doesn't, like, I don't think she really cares. Well, she has 40,000 people following her on Instagram now, yeah. which is big, and they're all verified now, but yeah, this outfit, and I think it was, like, leather, even though it's hard to see. It's, like, leather red or, like, pleather red or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's just, like, female rock and roll oh, in definitely. the best way possible, like, for the millennial eye. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I said this last week, too. We could have thrown her in the 70s easily, and she would have stood out and been a total legend. I agree, but I'm glad she's here now. Yeah. Because I feel like we don't have enough music that sounds like this, especially from female artists. Yeah. So I feel like it's really cool that she's, you know, doing so well and having the success in this day and age. And I'm really excited for her to be in the top eight. I hope she goes to the finals. Oh, for sure. I can see her. I can see her pairing up with Stevie Nicks and, um, John a blank. Harry Styles. I think her and Harry Styles would do great. I mm-hmm. feel like she should open for Harry Styles. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then they could like do a few songs together. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty fun. Um, I almost feel like she's like the badass Spice Girl that just never got nominated into yes, the group. Like, like Punk Spice Girl. Oh my god, <laughs> like I love Punk it. Spice, exactly. Punk, punk spice. spice. Oh my god, you're right. I love that. I like legit would tattoo. have loved to see her in the Spice Girls. Same. Like, I think she's a little young, but like modern day. Spice yeah. Spice. But I also like love her as a solo artist. I oh, yeah. want to put her in like a girl band. Like she's great. Um, Unless it was, like, five Chloe's, because I could deal with five of her. Yeah. Um, so out of our now top eight, we have... We are trying to figure it out. So if anyone watching can give us some insights. So we have our top eight next week, and then I believe the finals is the following week. So the week of the 19th. 19th, yeah. Um, so who do you think is going... To, I'm not even going to say going to the finals. Like, who's going to win at this point? Because we're, we're coming, coming to the end. Like, out of these ones that we have left, out of our eight... Who do you, like, truly see just, like, taking the cake? Because I'm torn right now. I'm torn between Chloe and Davon. Oh, interesting. Just because I feel like he's he's found it. And the vibe that I got from him, I don't think he's going to lose it. Mm. He's just going to build more momentum and keep powering through. Yeah, now, so. Chloe raises the bar every single week. She does. So she's setting the standard for herself. No one else is setting a standard for this girl. But who... How, who do I think has worked to win? I definitely think Chloe has worked to win. I think ugh, right now I'm between Chloe and Noah. 
Okay. Um, which is interesting because it's two really young artists, mm-hmm. which usually with The Voice, I always go with like one one, like someone who's going to cater to kind of both audiences. But I think Chloe caters to the older audience because she's singing songs that they love, but has like a new twist on it. Look at that look and like the concentration in her face. She's With all like business. the fingers, but the delicacy and the power and then like the tribal band on the left arm. She's like, I'm here and I'm staying. I ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I am all here for it. Um crazy yeah I'm, I'm excited to see who you know wins we have only a couple more weeks of this which is crazy but well hopefully so, none of these turn into a scandal hopefully well speaking yeah. of scandals we we have to talk about um melanie martinez yes who was on the voice i believe season, season three. three you said yeah. on team adam um she is now one of the latest to be accused of sexual assault which is crazy yes. i mean it's not crazy because in this day and age this Unfortunately, it's happening, and I feel like we have to talk about it if it comes from the show. Yeah, um, not only that, but it's an important thing to talk about because people have to know that it's okay to speak up and not stay the victim because yeah, it's more empowering to do. speak up to lead others to getting to a better place. Um, so her former friend and another woman uh, is the one that is accusing her of allegedly assaulting her. Former best friend. Yeah, and she came out with it with a tweet. Her friend's tweet originally did not say the name of Melanie, but then later revealed in another tweet that it was her. Yeah. Um, I I just think that it's so important that we address this and that this is spoken about. And then the contestants from The Voice also, you know, now they're public figures. And everything they do is in the public eye. But this stuff is important to address whether you're in the public eye or not. It doesn't matter if you're famous. It doesn't matter if you're not. No one should be treating anybody disrespectfully at work, at home, or anywhere. What I found interesting about this is that we haven't heard too many same-sex crimes. And so yeah. this was a... This was, well, we can't say it, a crime it's because alleged, it's, it's yeah. an alleged. But, you know, it's, a, it's an, a female on female alleged. And that's kind of unheard of. And, you know, same thing with male on male alleged. It's not really yeah, seen in the public eye. And, and Melanie did come out with a tweet after. Yeah. Um, she is horrified and saddened by the statements um, that were told tonight by Timothy Heller, which is the woman that came out and said mm-hmm. um, what she said. But, you know, they were close friends for a period of time. I don't really know all the details. I mean, both Chloe, I mean, both Melanie and Timothy's tweets are online. Mm-hmm. If you want to read them, I just felt like we had to bring that up with this whole climate that's happening right now. I mean, even within this network, there's been firings. We don't even need to go into details, but within yeah. NBC as a whole, there's things happening left and right. And I think that it's important on a show like The Voice, where music is supposed to be lifting people up and empowering them, we don't let people take advantage of their, you know, success and the power that they gain from being yeah. on a show like this or in any you know sense of the word whether that's just in like a friendship dynamic or whether that's in a work dynamic um i think it's an important conversation to have i think any of the accusations that are true it's it's really important to i'm not going to say i want to be really careful with my words because i don't like to shame any any person that's that's I don't like to just shame anyone in general, but if you've done wrong, it needs to be brought to the table, which in turn can save someone else. So if you know if there's one person accusing another person, definitely that person should be held responsible, um, and that would lead to maybe saving another person because the first person spoke up. And I think the fact that uh, Timothy Thomas Timothy. Timothy is the woman's name. So who's I believe Melanie. I believe Timothy's speaking up, and if if these accusations are true, because like we said, they're all alleged right now. Um, this is a good thing for others, in you know that are potentially coming into this industry because 
it alleviates the opportunity for that to happen because the more that people stand up to protect the the harder and harder it gets for predators or for anybody that could be singling out an individual for an advance or any such sort of thing to think twice and to either you know go get help because you know some of these things are mental issues yeah i hope and i hope if anybody who's watching has experienced anything like this you're not afraid to speak up speak up and you know talk to someone that can help you or an ear to listen. Um, again, we don't know if any of this stuff is true that's come out of the voice, yeah. but just felt like it was worth bringing up um, in discussion with everything that's going on today. Um, and there's definitely, there's hotlines that people can call. There's, yep. you know, there's uh, counseling centers at colleges that you can go to and you can speak to someone about these things and they can help you get through these tough times and emotions. But I think it's really important for everyone to know speaking up is the key to bettering our society. Yep, and this kind of stuff, like, this instance can happen between friends, can happen between two women, two men, a man and a woman, like, literally anyone. So no one is alone. Like, you have a voice. Yeah. Um, And let's not forget about that, because that is the show, and everyone has one, and we should not be afraid to use them. Um, But, yeah, that is kind of all we have for this week. We are hoping to wrap up the show in the next couple weeks with a big winner. Yes. I'm hoping that, you know... We get a real pop star out of this, or like a country star. I want someone that's going to be a real star out of this dang show already. Like, I don't want to. I want someone to have a proper publicist to go on and like make a real career, like win oh, some yeah. Grammys. Definitely, because I don't think we've seen that enough yet from The Voice. Um, I want to see Brooke become a star. I want to see Davon become a star. I want to see Cheyenne become a star in about two years. Yeah, like Cheyenne. I want to give her a little time. Yeah, like fifteen-year-old. Like in my opinion, you could be as famous as you want at fifteen, but like, please at least get through. Go to prom. Go to yeah, homecoming. Like, like, be a kid. Like, she has the talent. Let's yeah. nurture it. But, like, let's, when you're 18, like, let's talk again. Be understated <laughs> and this is like, pa, come out right after graduation. Be the graduation. coolest kid in high school for the next two oh, years. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Win homecoming queen because you have every opportunity to do that right now. Yeah, Cheyenne. she literally does. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think they're all going to be big stars. D- hopefully, we get some, you know, some real fame out of this one. Um, but if anyone wants to continue the conversation with you about anything we talked about tonight or has any questions about literally anything, where can they find you? Yes. Uh, you can find me across all platforms at Russell Ray Silva. Uh, two S's, two L's. And remember, if, if you're going through anything, you can definitely check your uh, local websites to find out any locations or organizations that will help you guys out. Yes, please don't be afraid to do that. And you can find me everywhere on social media at Danny Golub. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you again next week you next and the week, week after. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.